to Single Soulmate Podcast, where we help you, the love warrior or love warrior to be, to go from single to with your soulmate, living the life of your dreams. Hey there. So today I'm going to be talking about uh, shame, blame, and complain, and what it's doing to your love life. Uh, plus, it's in AMA, meaning ask me anything. Uh, so you're welcome to uh, to do that as well. Ask any any question here. So uh, I'm doing these uh, these Facebook lives to be able to connect with you and support you. Like I said, in, in where you are and where you want to go. And so um, and uh, so we're going to be uh, talking about shame, blame, and, and complain. So uh, very often when we're talking about shame, there's a uh, a feeling uh, among women that have been single for longer than they have wanted to be single uh, of shame in that. Now, maybe that's ne- not you, but a lot of times what we see is there is uh, there is shame. And it's not on the surface like, hey, how you doing today? Oh, I'm, I'm feeling shame because I'm still single after five years after the divorce or or whatever. So, uh, so it's not like on the surface level, you're walking around like, Hey, I'm in shame. Hey, I'm in shame. That's not really what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is that when you're home at night, scrolling through Facebook, scrolling through Instagram, you see wedding pictures, you see couples that are like, Hey, I'm happy to be quarantined with you, sweetie, you know, uh, stuff like that then um so when you're when you're at home alone at night and you're scrolling through facebook scrolling through instagram whatever TikTok, whatever and you see couples that are together you're like is there like something wrong with me that they're with somebody and i can't seem to find somebody you know um i'm just like ashamed to be saying to my mother Again, no, I'm not bringing anybody to the family function this summer. No, I'm not bringing anybody to Christmas gathering. Uh, To telling your friends, no, I don't have a date for that wedding. No, I don't have a date for New Year's Eve. Uh, There may be shame in that. There may be shame in in watching your... um, you know, maybe you know people that are getting married and you're like, what the heck is going on, right? Um, and so there may be uh, shame in that. There may be shame in in how this is impacting your children. Like, oh, no, it's not affecting my kids. But you know it's affecting your kids, you know? If they watch their mom cry, you know, for having a breakup with a guy or, or something like that, or they watch their mom um you know, just soldier on alone. Of course, that's affecting them. What kind of life are they seeing is possible for them? You're going to soldier on alone, girls and boys. Um, you're going to leave some woman to shoulder on to soldier on alone. You know, so there may be some shame in in where you're at in your past, um, and and there may be some shame about what you're doing to yourself and your future. Um, and a lot of times that is underneath the surface. But now we're in a time, I should probably stop leaning on my desk. It's like making the whole thing bounce. Um, but that's like a, an effect in video, right? Like make the thing bounce so it looks like there's somebody holding it. There's nobody holding it. It's just my desk that's a little wobbly. Um, anyway, um, 
so a lot of times there is uh, shame in that, but we, you know, uh, what we see is that a lot of women will keep that at arm's length. They'll keep that away. Um, and, and there's, you know, but it's there. And what I want to recommend is that uh, you recognize that the, the shame comes from the fear of what if this continues? What if this continues on? What if you're single again next year, two years from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, you missed your chance to have children or you know, missed you know, having your grandparents who are now deceased see you with, with uh, you know, a healthy relationship, uh, maybe your mom even or dad or, or you know, 10 years, 20 years from now, they pass on, you're still alone, maybe you see that. So the shame comes from fear about like that you haven't been able to get it done. And, and the reality is that it is harder today um, than, um, than ever to find love. Doesn't mean it's not possible, but it is harder. So you're like, why do I gotta do extra stuff? Because life is different now. Like I, uh, we have to brush our dog's teeth and because we didn't brush his teeth, he had to have some teeth removed. Like when I was a kid, did I have to brush my dog's teeth? No, when you were a kid, did you have to brush your dog's teeth? No. Now you can get into a whole bunch of reasons about why that is, but the vets will tell you, yeah, you gotta do that now. So that's different than when we were kids. Same thing with love. Like you can get into a whole bunch of reasons about why that is, but the fact that it's harder now is a real thing. It's not in your imagination. So you got to put forth that extra effort. Just like if you got a dog, you're supposed to be brushing his teeth or at least pouring, doing that foam thing in his teeth uh, or her teeth or something like that. Anyway, this is not about dogs. This is about your life, right? Uh, but what I'm saying, the point I'm just illustrating there is that it does take some extra effort that maybe people didn't need to do 50, 80, 100 years ago. But you know what? The, the, the standards 50, 80 years ago was so much different and frankly, a lot lower right? Now you want to have somebody who you have a, a partner in life that you can like do special things with, not just like chill out at home, although that's cool, but maybe you have a, a, a business that's a mission-based business, like what Laura and I have. This is a mission-based uh, concern that we have here, um, and we work on it together every day, and this is exciting for us. We wake up in the morning, we go to sleep at night, we're excited about this. So it's a, it's a mission that we're on and we have this mission together. Maybe you have that idea that you'd like to have that with your sweetheart, or maybe you just would like to have somebody to go and volunteer at the food bank because you're really into that and uh, you'd like to have somebody who's with you in that. Um, you know, or just share your passion for reading, you know, romantic novels from the 19th century and, and they're into it too. I don't know. Anyway, the point is that, that you have some desires about something and there is some fear around not having it and, and it puts you in shame because you feel like you haven't been able to do it so far. And usually you've been trying to do it all on your own, not recognizing, going back to that example with the dogs, that like things are different now and it takes extra effort. Um, so you really want to forgive yourself, um, because it's not that you're a bad person. Uh, it's not that there's something wrong with you, except the idea that something is wrong with you and some information and distinctions that you're missing that you simply don't know about how to, uh, basically how to get the life that you want. You know, uh, the reason why women work with us is because they realize, you know what, they've got the recipe. We've done, been doing this for 15 years. We have more success stories than other love coaches have ever even had clients. Um, and so, 
we were doing love coaching before there was even a term love coaching. We didn't even know what it was. It was like, we're just helping you have an awesome life and find your soulmate and, and you know, live fantastic, you know, live a good life. That's, that's basically it, right? Not an ordinary ho-hum life, but an awesome life. Um, and then in the last few years, you can't swing a stick without hitting a love coach, whether they have love or not, whatever. <coughs> but everybody thinks like, oh, I, I got, I'm good at dating. I could be a love coach. Um, but anyway, so the idea is to forgive yourself. Uh, the, the important thing is to forgive yourself because you just didn't know what you don't know, right? You didn't know what you didn't know. You did the best that you could. Maybe have children with someone uh, that you realize now like, okay, not the best choice, but the kids are, um, you know, you're, I, I talked about this in Facebook Live yesterday. Um, you know, someone asked about, about kids and uh, your kids are wonderful. You're grateful that you have them, right? What a miracle. And so just forgive yourself for picking the wrong partner and then move on because that moves you out of, uh, of shame is to really do some, some serious forgiveness uh, work on yourself. We do some of that in our, our program as well. Um, blame. So here's something that a lot of uh, people get into, and I'm going to just be specific here, a lot of women get into, which is blaming men these days. And are there, let's just get this out right away. Are there guys that are narcissists? Yes, absolutely. Are there guys that are selfish jerks? Yes, absolutely. Are there guys that are straight up misogynists? Yes, absolutely. Are there guys that are just run-of-the-mill selfish turds? Yes, absolutely. I put all of them in the category of knuckleheads, you know? Um, are there those guys? Yes, absolutely. But you know what else there is? There's awesome guys that are looking for their sweetheart. They're looking for a woman to get married with. They're looking for someone to settle down. They're looking for a woman to provide and protect. They're looking for a woman who they can build a life with. So blaming that the guys out there in general simply doesn't help you. It just doesn't help you because it makes you focus more on the knuckleheads. You know, I talked yesterday in the, the Facebook Live about what are you focusing on um, and how that affects your, your life. And so blaming is something that you can just get out of your system and then move on. Blaming your ex for what he didn't do and how he didn't step up and how he wasn't the man that he could be and stuff like that that's bypassing your power in this situation, which is that you picked him. You picked that guy. Yes, you picked him, you stayed with him, and in your blaming of him for not doing this or that, you're basically saying, and if he'd have just made this little change or that little change, I'd still be with him. This guy who basically is a knucklehead, and I was trying to have him be slightly less of a knucklehead, and if he was slightly less of a knucklehead, I'd still be with him. This is settling so low, um, but the blame, here's what the blame does, ladies. The blame gives him all the power. The blame gives men all the power. And so you feel powerless. And if you feel powerless to do anything about your love life and the relationships that you get in, what are the chances that you're going to find an amazing relationship that is the one that you have imagined and dreamed of since you were 18 years old. Pretty dang close to zero. You have to feel powerful. You have to feel like you have some responsibility and control, not blame, 
but responsibility and control. So if you picked a knucklehead, got into a relationship with a knucklehead, stayed with a knucklehead, had kids with a knucklehead, don't blame him for being a knucklehead. Take responsibility for doing all those things and then say, look, if I pick that, I can learn how to pick someone better because you probably don't know why you picked the knucklehead. This is why women come and work with us to figure out what the heck has been going on and what can I do differently, you know? Um, and Belinda said, yep, I had kids with the wrong person and yep, I've dated narcissists and jerks and I was able to intentionally attract the right person after reconditioning my mind and heart for true love rather than staying stuck and powerless. So grateful, especially now that I'm quarantined with my awesome husband. Um, yeah, oh yes, I had to take responsibility for my past crappy relationships, totally. So Belinda, um, this is, uh, this is not planned, she's living in New York and stuff like that. Belinda's one of our uh, many, 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 many success stories and one of our very few certified coaches. So she was a single mom, I'm gonna talk about you now, Belinda. She was a single mom who, as she said, had, uh, you know, um, had kids with the wrong person for her, but the right person for her and who she was at that time, right? But then she's got her, her girls that she loves and like, what can I do for them? And so uh, when I mentioned the opportunity to get on the uh, phone and, and really have someone dive in with you of what's going on, what's been happening, what you, where you wanna go and how you can get there as quickly as possible, Belinda may be someone that you'll talk to. And if you're a single mom, she'll totally understand what you're dealing with because that's, that's where, how she came to us. As a single mom, it was just like, oh my God, I'm a good person, what the fuck? Maybe she said something different, but essentially um, that's it. So the blame thing is don't give these men the power to control your life. As long as you blame them for the, the place that you're at, as long as you blame them for the destruction of the relationship, as long as you blame them, you're saying that they have the power. And I'm here to tell you that I want you to have the power because you with the power over relationship draw in a healthy masculine man and then you continue to make that relationship better. Now, when people hear power, they think power over or they think, oh great, I'm gonna have all this shit to do. That's not a healthy masculine feminine dynamic. And even having that reaction means that you simply don't even understand what a healthy masculine feminine dynamic even looks like. You don't have any role models for it. That's what Laura and I are, are, are here for is to be a role model of healthy masculine feminine dynamic, you know? Um, and Belinda, my, my fellow New Yorker said, no, I pretty much said I'm a good person. What the fuck, you know? Um, so uh, that's awesome. Um, so, so the, uh, the thing that I really want you to look at is blaming of him, blaming of men doesn't do anything for you. So taking responsibility for what you can do, you're not God, you're not great spirit, you can't control everybody and nor do you want to, right? Like, come on, how many things that you have had control over did you screw up? I'm raising my hand now because I've got a bunch of things that I had total control over and I screwed up, right? So you don't really want total control over your, your uh, everything in your life because you'd screw that up too because that's how us human beings do it, right? And so you can control what you can control and then God, spirit, the universe can control what you can't control. But to say that I have no control 
is is kind of a, a more like uh, it's just like a victimy way of thinking of it. It's a little bit more juvenile way of thinking of it because the reality is that you do have some control. The reality is that you have a lot more control than you give yourself credit for. And the reality is that as long as you blame your exes for the spot that you're in, you're not going to have any control and nothing will change. I'm going to say that again. As long as you blame your exes and just pour out that, that vitriol on them and men these days and stuff like that, nothing will change because what you're doing is saying that they have the control, not me. And so now you're at a, uh, at, at, a, uh, at a victim place. You're not in control of what you can control. So let go of the blame. Remember that you have much more control than you give yourself credit for. And then complaining. Complaining simply means that you're scared. You're scared of where your life is. You're scared of where your life is going. You want it to be different. And there's a small, weak part of you that is complaining and it's basically a cry to help to the strong, uh, powerful part of you that has overcome challenges and can do it again. And your small, weak self is asking, begging for that strong self of you to please put your hand on the steering wheel of this situation and, and let's change where we're at and where we're going. Because you know and I know that the place that is going, that you, with you kind of DIYing it, trying to do everything yourself, this is not working. You already know that. That's why you're uh, here after a year, two years, three years, four years, five years, six years, seven years, eight years, nine years. Should I still keep going? Of trying to figure it all out on your own, right? So the small part of you is calling out to that big part of you, please help me. Please do something about this because where this is going is not where we want to go. So um, all of those things, shame, blame, complain, it takes you out of touch with your feminine radiance. It takes you out of touch with healthy feminine energy. It takes you out of touch of being magnetic as a woman, and it makes you not attractive to healthy men. It makes you very attractive to the knuckleheads. All right, the ones I talked to talked about before. It makes you very attractive to the guys who are not even right for you. That's what it does. It makes you very attractive to the same type of guy that you've been with before, except now it's getting worse because the next guy is a little worse than the last guy because your self-esteem has been eroded. Your confidence has been uh, has been shot. And so you're not even feeling all that. And so who are you going to attract from that place? You're going to attract somebody not so great. In fact, less than that, right? And so uh, all of those things are, are symptoms of what's going on underneath. All of those things are symptoms of what's going on underneath and what's going on underneath is a variety of things. And I don't know what your particular situation is. And honestly, I don't even know if we can help you. But what I do know is that what is going on, what you've been doing on its own, on your own, probably isn't working right? And so uh, whether we can help you or not, whether your particular situation is something that we can help with or not, I don't know. But that's why I invite you to get on a uh, love breakthrough call with one of our coaches um, who can go through with you what's been going on, where you're at, what your unique situation is, and whether given all of that, where do you really want to go? And then whether given all of that, 
whether we can help you get there. And maybe we can, maybe we can't. But one thing is for sure, your best thinking got you where you're at right now. And if you wanna try something else, women come to us because they're like, you know what? I went to the supermarket, I started buying random ingredients, or online now, right? Random ingredients and tried to make a cake and it came out like mush. And they realized, oh, you guys have been doing this 15 years? You got a recipe? I'd like a recipe. You got a shopping list? I'd like a shopping list. You'd like to, to, to sh you have a step-by-step -step plan to get me there of the things that matter and the things that don't? I I'd like that. So whether we can help you with that, whether you're a good fit for that, I don't know. But get on the phone and find out. It'll be the best hour or so that, uh, that you've invested in your love life. I mean, you're home. You ain't going to the movies, right? You're probably watching a lot of movies at home right now. Um, but you also are keenly aware, like most people are, of how lonely it is to be quarantined alone just by yourself. Right. Or maybe not quarantines, but, you know, what I mean, like shelter in place, whatever it is that this the stay the fuck home, you know, um, doing that with with nobody else there or maybe just your kids. And that's awesome. You get to spend some time with your kids, uh, but you you are keenly aware of like this year would be better if my husband was here and the kids had a dad to look up to, to respect and, you know, have us be a, a team together. So. Anyway, if you want to see if we can help you or not, go to johnnylara.com forward slash apply. And um, yeah, book a time. There may not be uh, any times, but keep trying back because there's only a few slots available and there's a lot of people that want to uh, want our help. And um, yeah, go to johnnylara.com forward slash apply. And hey, if you're here and you have a question, I'm going to take a drink of water and give you a chance to ask a question. But if you have a question, go ahead and uh, go ahead and ask. I seriously didn't know, Becky, that Blighty is a name for the UK. How have I lived this long? Right? Just goes to show, right? You can be educated. I'm educated. I got a college degree, got a law degree, passed a bar in New York and New Jersey. Um, all of this, you know, six like certain types of success and education and stuff. And I never freaking heard that one. I'm like a world traveler, go to Denmark all the time, go to Europe. I took Lara to uh to France, she wanted to be in Paris and in Southern France for her 50th birthday. So we did that, rented a car, drove to Southern France. Super, super fun. Um, by the way, that's just a little reminder that dreams do come true. Laura had an image of going to Paris with her sweetheart and we did that uh, when Isabel was about seven years old, we did that together. And then she had another vision because you keep growing in your vision and she wanted to turn 50 on French soil. And so we we did that, and that was super, super fun. Um, all right. What would you say to someone who is or was with a narcissist and is stuck learning and is stuck learning everything about that? Um, so here's the uh, here's the thing, and then Linda, I'll an answer your your question next. Um, so uh, there is a lot of uh, people that are uh, getting into relationships with narcissists. And, but here's the thing, there's also a lot of people getting into relationships with uh, someone where there's domestic violence. There's also a lot of people getting into relationships with like boys that basically are like 
age-wise, they're a man, but they're kind of like acting like little boys and stuff like that. So there's a lot of different things. And right now there's more narcissists, whether the person is a narcissist or isn't, is actually immaterial. All of them have the same core issues. And so we don't look at the individual, um, uh, the individual thing of narcissism versus uh, selfish person versus codependent person. What we do look at is the core issue, which will actually solve all of those things. So you simply don't see a narcissist as a potential uh, partner because a hundred percent guaranteed that person let off huge blinking, flashing red lights that they are a narcissist. And I know that you, that people out there say, no, 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 they, they were so tricky and stuff like that. And I'm telling you from 15 years of expertise, research, experience with thousands of clients from all over the world, all walks of life, that guy who was a narcissist was giving screaming signs and you miss them. That's the thing we focus on. How can you not miss these signs so that if someone like that comes into your space, which they come in way less when a woman works with us, but occasionally one will sneak in under the rope and get in. And it's like, it's like if I, uh, if I said, okay, you're hungry, you want food and I offer you this stapler. Like this is a ridiculous offering, right? You'd be like, uh, no, I'm not gonna be eating that stapler. I don't care how hungry I am. It's the same way when you learn to become your own soulmate first, when you become what we call a love warrior, and this is what working with us in our advanced programs is about, is you becoming a, your own soulmate first, becoming a, a love warrior, healing the past, focusing on the future, understanding what that takes, taking you step-by-step step through that, a narcissist, will be the same type of offering as this stapler is for food. In other words, it's so out of the question that you would even get into a relationship, much less have a, a second date or even a first date with somebody like that, that we don't need to give you tools of how to deal with the narcissist. We need to deal with you being able to see that that person is a non-prospect. They're just a non-prospect. And how do you see those signs? It's, it's all about your core confidence, your understanding of your decision-making framework, all of the stuff that we take people through uh, in our program. So that was a lot on the narcissism thing. We have dealt with women that have had relationships with narcissists. They've been in like multiple relationships with narcissists. And, um, and like I said, I don't care if you've been married to a narcissist, been traumatized by a narcissist. I mean, I care, but it, what I'm saying is it matters, but it really doesn't matter because whether it's narcissism or this other issue or that other issue, the core issue is where we get to. And this is why we get such dramatic results in such a short period of time, because we don't deal with the surface stuff. We go right into what's underneath it all and start to shift the direction of your life like that. All right. So Hope that was helpful. That's a good, good question. Uh, Linda, do you have an age limit? Here's the, uh, the thing, Linda. We have worked with women from their 20s to their 70s. We absolutely have done that. Right now, we're focusing on women in their 30s, 40s, and early 50s um, because 
Truthfully, that's who's most ready to change. And generally speaking, this may not be everybody, but generally speaking, when you get into your mid 50s and older, you start to get more stuck in your ways, you're less coachable, and, uh, and it's harder to, uh, to change because you got so many good things going on in your life um, that you're like, you know what, I'll do a little tinkering around the edges, but uh, you know, I'm not gonna really change that much. And we don't wanna, we, what we want is people that are so committed to get the result that they're willing to do whatever it takes. In other words, you're willing to make changes in your life that will up-level your whole life. You're actually willing to make your life better, which means making your life different, and that doesn't always follow an age, because there's 30-year-olds that are stuck in their ways, and there's 60-year-olds who are not stuck in their ways, but, uh, but we spend more time now focusing on the people that we think are ready to change their life, who really wanna up-level their life because this has never been just about attracting a guy or dating tips and tricks. This is about up-leveling your whole life. And if that's you, then I encourage you to uh, apply no matter what your age. But if you're in that like mid fifties and over, um, we're gonna really talk to you, uh, whether you're a fit or not, I don't know, but if we get to the place where we think you might be a fit, we're going to really talk to you about uh, coachability and whether you're showing up really willing to make changes in your life because um, whatever age you're at, 32, 35, 40, 45, chances are you've been single far longer than you want. And there's a reason for that. Point blank. There's a reason for that. And uh, it doesn't mean you're a bad person, God doesn't love you, anything like that, but there's a reason for that. And we'd like to help you with that, but we're gonna get into the core issues. We're gonna shift things at a core level and start moving you in a whole different direction and your life is gonna transform. This is why when women come work with us, they start making more money. Their career starts to, uh, to take off. Um, they feel stronger in dealing with challenges. Look, right now there's challenges, right? Our love warriors though, they're like rocking it through the challenges. They're actually moving forward while everybody else is like stuck in fear because they have community, they have guidance, they have practices, principles, tools to work with to move themselves forward and keep themselves above the fray. Doesn't mean that they don't feel, we all feel what's going on, the impact of everything worldwide, uh, uh, medically, health-wise, economically, all of that stuff. But the question is, look, bunch of people are getting sick. You know what? Over 98% of the people, almost 99% of the people who get sick with coronavirus are recovering and being well, right? That's not being broadcast on the, on the news. Uh, yeah, a bunch of people are losing their job, but the overwhelming majority of people still have a job and are going to have a job tomorrow. That's not being broadcast. It's a lot of doom and gloom about things. And our focus is on what can I do? What does this mean? And how can I take uh, full advantage of everything that I have in my life right now as I'm grateful for it and I move forward. We have, we have a, a client who um, I found out just yesterday, she's, she's using our whole online profile makeover process, everything that we do, and she's talking with eight quality guys right now in online dating because she's in a whole different mindset than most women out there who are basically shame, blame, complain, and they're not attractive at all. And the women that, that we work with are radiant and magnetic. And so the quality guys who don't have any sports to distract them are drawn to them. She's like, I haven't had eight quality guys in the last like five years, much less all at once. 
uh, to talk with. And so it's really about uh, your ability to show up, ready to change your life, your, your, your commitment to show up to be the best version of yourself, your commitment to show up to like shine your light and actually be that best version of yourself, not just for yourself, but for other people as, uh, as well. Because maybe you got kids, maybe you got nieces, nephews, you got people that you're a role model for and how are you showing up for them right now, right? So that's what you know this is all about is, is to see whether you're willing to step up and be that person who's a beacon of light for others because there's a lot of suffering going on right now and you could actually make a change in your little circle of life, first for yourself, but then for others as well. All right, have a great day or a night. Talk to you soon. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Hey, if you're a single professional woman who's had success in your career or business and you want your love life to match that success, and you're looking to get a lot of clarity right now about why true love hasn't been knocking on your door and more importantly, what you can do about it, then you're gonna wanna book a Love Breakthrough Clarity Call right away with one of our Love Breakthrough Specialists. She'll get on the phone or Zoom call with you one-on-one to assess exactly what's been holding you back in love. Why is it that other people are finding love and you aren't? And she'll also go over with you What is it that you really want and how can you get it as quickly as possible? Now, by the end of this compassionate and professional assessment, you'll finally have clarity plus an immediately actionable path forward. All you have to do is go to singletosoulmate.com forward slash call to book that free call. Again, it's singletosoulmate.com forward slash call for complimentary love breakthrough call that is for you if you're a single professional woman who is as serious about her love life right now as you've been in your life about getting your degree or degrees, your career or business success, all of that stuff. If you want to have it all and you're ready to finally have some clarity and get a breakthrough, an actionable path forward, then this is for you. Again, that's singletosoulmate.com forward slash call to book your life-changing one-on-one assessment call right away.